Hi, I'm Colin Whiting. And I'm Dave Wagner. And this is my mother, the podcast. Now, Norman Cousins once said that death is not the greatest loss of life. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> loss is what dies inside us while we live. <laughs> if that's true, then live from planet Earth with Ben Elton, a sketch comedy variety <laughs> talk show which aired on what must have been three very sad evenings in February of 2011, is the greatest tragedy of all time. It's the television equivalent of meningitis here on My Mother the Podcast. Colin. Yeah, Dave. Hi. Oh boy, hi. So, how how you been holding up this week? It's well, I was doing real real good till about yesterday. We've watched a lot of bad shows on this this our program, My Mother the Podcast. Yeah, I remember do you remember Cavemen? Our first bad show, of course. And do you remember Perversions of Science? That was even worse, wasn't it? Oh, it sure was. Do you, do you know what's even worse? What's not? What What's baffling is not that this is worse, but that it's so much worse. I didn't know that depths went this low. Again, this is live from Planet Earth with Ben Elton, which was an Australian variety show of some sort in 2011. <laughs> very briefly in 2011 yeah, for an impressive three episodes <laughs> perhaps no show has ever deserved such a fate more than this one <laughs> and yeah it's the worst show we've ever watched and it's not close it's not close i that's what it, uh, you you already said this but it's just so staggering to me how not close it is i felt like i was heading into war hitting this play button <laughs> It was like, man, have I got all my kit together? Am, am I am I ready to go? Am I can I handle this? I felt like I was getting ready to cross the river sticks, man. <laughs> your your interpretation is like I've already lost this war. Yes, I, I as soon as I watched that first episode, I knew I was dead, and there were two more. It's like there's no question. It's not one of those dreams where you're not sure if you're dead or not, but you just you know. There's a bony hand reaching out to you, and that's not a dream. Because this could not be real life. That's just a guy talking in capital letters. So this is some baby boomer garbage, right? Oh, it's like beyond baby boomer garbage. It's just, it's, oh, it's the fucking worst. Can, what, what is it? Can I try to explain it? Yeah, try, try. This is a 50-minute program. I, <laughs> 50 fucking minutes. Australia, we got to get you some more commercial breaks in because this could have been only 43 minutes. It was not. This, it was a painful 50 minutes per episode. It's a 50-minute program in which a very excitable British man makes fart jokes that somehow touch on Australian budget politics way more often than you'd think, <laughs> interlaced with the worst sketches you have ever seen. 
middle school talent shows better than this shit. Yep. I, I got to be upfront with you right away, gentle listeners, especially those of you in Australia. Nothing I'm about to say reflects on your nation or your lovely, wonderful people. I have Australian friends. I know people that live in Australia. Oh, you have Australian friends, huh? Well, one. And this this is fucking garbage. Yeah, it's kind of like my mission tonight, as I said to Colin earlier, was not to alienate and insult the entire nation of Australia, which may yeah, be a bridge too far for me. And, and boy, I am going to try my best to refrain from doing it in the Australian accents. That, because that's for the best. You don't want to hear that. Just like I don't want to hear any of these people doing American accents. Though we seem to hear that an awful lot. <laughs> of a sort. A group of writers got together had zero good ideas, and then decided to add on some more pressure by making the show live. I also feel like if that group of writers had any good ideas, that a certain Ben Elton said, no, 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 this is my show, so it's just going to be my ideas. Ben Elton explains that it is, quote, pet weddingly, bowel squirtingly, bowel squirtingly <laughs> live? That's about how appealing the rest of this show is. <laughs> and like you said, it, it's just, it's, it's the, the, the complete incompetence of everyone is magnified by the fact that it's live. Is this the worst show ever? Yes. Some sort of cruel experiment. It's a cruel fucking joke is what this is. It's not a funny one. It's just mean. Is there anything... That doesn't make more sense than this being a show that someone tried to make, that they tried to make well. It, it, it like some kind of cosmic joke where it's it's so bad it's funny, like you're actually meant to laugh at how bad it is. There's, but, there's no scenario that's less likely than someone tried to make a good show and came out with this. I, I it's it's like ta it's it's flipping a, a penny and it comes up heads fifty times in a row. It's, it's that many misfires. You not a single fucking thing lands. I mean, it's got to happen eventually, right? You you got to sure. I can sit yeah. here and flip pennies, and eventually I will get fifty heads in a row. But boy, howdy, is it going to be rare? And you know what? You kind of you kind of hope that you don't live long enough to see that happen. Because <laughs> then I'm sitting there flipping a fucking penny, which would be more entertaining than watching this show. That's that's some really bad luck. Not as bad luck as watching three episodes of this. Good Pretty bad. God. Now, I watched this show, and I think Colin did too. All three of them pretty much in a row. And so I, between, I hate myself. Between the holiday travel and time catching up, that was about the only thing that I could do. And I just wanted to hang myself at the end of this. This was a mistake. It, I, I I apologize. This sh watching this show was a mistake. I I intentionally I went to a list of the worst Australian TV shows ever, and I picked the one that sounded the worst, and and I I sure did. Mission fucking accomplished, Colin. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Dave. At one point, and this isn't really serving my goal very well. <laughs> but Ben Elton says that there's an awful lot of American content on our telly, and he's complaining about that. And I'm like, can't imagine why, Ben. Can't imagine why. <laughs> Do you know what this show uh, got its ass kicked by in the ratings? I don't. Uh, Lie to Me, which was a crime show starring Tim Roth. Yeah, which sort of disappeared here. Yeah, it did. And uh, the show Parenthood. The, the remake? 
No, the it's like a it was like a 2009 to 11 series. Um, but the point is, these were both American shows, and yeah, I mean, I think it says something that he makes the show explicitly like, well, we Australians are gonna make a better show than the Americans because there's too much American TV here, and then everyone watched American shows instead of his show. There's no way that was his goal, was it? It sounds like it from the amount of fucking whining he does on the show. No one can fail that badly. He he tried. Maybe. Oh, I got it. This is an act of sabotage. This yeah. is the British trying to get Australia back. That makes more sense than anything else I got. It's more sense than them trying to make a good show. Sure, 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 sure. Now, who the fuck <sighs> is Ben Elton? And why are we being exposed to him here? He's a he's a shitty stand-up comic. He's English, not Australian, in case that hasn't been made clear enough. So he all this fucking whining about how Australia this, Australia that. He's not a good fucking Australian. This show is making me angry. It's infuriating having to watch this show and now having to talk about it, even with you. Jesus. And he also is a, a writer. He wrote for a lot of British television shows here and there. His most famous work is Blackadder. Which is amazing. Which is great. Yeah. And he also is the writer of a current show called Upstart Crow. I don't know if you've seen it. Heaven. It is uh, a comedic show that features good old David Mitchell as William Shakespeare. All right. I'm listening. It's actually, I've, I've only seen clips. I've never sat down for a whole episode. It's pretty funny. I'm, I'm usually game to go where David Mitchell tells me to go. Sure. But when he's telling me to go watch something Ben Elton wrote, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe Ben Elton wrote that first season of Black Adder and then didn't write the other ones. <laughs> and then he sort of slunk off somewhere. He, he was just like slouching in the writers in one of the writer chairs like for three years. He just had a name tag yeah. on, so they put him on the list. He just kept getting those paychecks. Nobody noticed he was there. Fuck. Um, Everyone else on this show is Australian, and I don't know who they are. The main people are a guy named Paul McCarthy, not Paul McCartney. Boy, did I get my hopes up the first time I saw that cast list. Oh, can you imagine like how that would have destroyed Paul McCartney? <laughs> Paul McCartney uh, could not survive association with this program. I'm surprised Ben Elton did. I think he was surprised, too. He, he's got a couple interviews later when he doesn't sound exactly thrilled with the <laughs> outcome. <laughs> We've also got Genevieve Morris, also an Australian actress and comedian. And both Paul McCarthy and Genevieve Morris were on a show called Comedy Inc., which I have never seen never or seen heard it. of. But it ran for many, many years in Australia, or at least several years. So at least that's where they, they seem to have gotten their comedic start. My guess as to how this show was greenlit is that there is no God. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing somebody went in and pitched it as this is going to be like Saturday Night Live, but dirtier, or it's going to be a mix of Saturday Night Live and Monty Python. We sort of, we have sketches, but they're live, but it's, it's going to be a bit racier for the, the nighttime audience, you know? Yeah. This is like a very baffling point of view because it's consistently making fun of Australian conservatives and yet is like the least woke show you could possibly imagine. So, for instance, uh, we we can run through a couple of the sketches just to give the listeners an idea. People need to know why is, this is so is, bad. Yes. So, for instance, in that first episode, one of the first sketches they have on this openly liberal show is just a, a guy in drag. And the joke is that he's wearing a bikini. 
Yeah, he's it, basically it's worse than that because it's saying. Yeah, you're right. Um, it, it's about female bodybuilders and how they're disgusting. Yes. Oh, and you know he can crack a walnut. But I'm oh, sorry, she can crack a walnut between her thighs. Get it? <laughs> they don't say thighs though. <sighs> yeah, that's the kind of show that this is. That's what we're dealing with here, people. That is that's not an outlier. That's among my least favorite sketches, but it's not my least favorite. Do you think someone just walked into like a network executive's office and was like, okay, imagine a man who looks like Elvis Costello fucked Roger Stone. <laughs> and he's just screaming at an audience of utterly <laughs> indifferent Australians. And these Australians, they can't find this man's laugh lines for his jokes with a fucking Garmin. I will get to reasons why to watch the show, and there are very few, but one of my favorite things about this is just watching people fall flat on their faces, and the audience is just dead. Now, the next part of the pitch was, okay, you with me here? Now, I'm, Yeah, I'm with you. Let's go. Now, imagine it gets worse. Oh, no. Imagine that Ben Elton doing five separate sets of stand-up comedy in 50 minutes is the best part of the show. This is the shocking thing, listeners. This show's structure is stand-up bit by Ben Elton, sketch. Stand-up bit by Ben Elton, sketch. Stand-up bit by Ben Elton, maybe an interview, like a joke interview with an actual celebrity. That's that's said loosely. Well, yeah, 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 loosely. Um, I was five minutes into Ben Elton's first stand-up bit and texted Dave saying, wow, this is indeed already the worst thing we've ever seen. And Dave said, that's the best part. And I, I lost my shit. And it turns out he was right. Yeah, I knew you had 149 minutes ahead of you on that. It gets to the point where, where, where Ben Elton is making hacky jokes about how women are better at finding things than men. And he should know because his mother-in-law always finds things for him. And, and, and that's what you're looking forward to. Here's the level of jokes that we have here. And here's another thing about Starbucks. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, he's talking about the Twitter. I've never heard a show talk about Twitter half as much as this does. And this was 2011. This was before Twitter was nearly as big as it is now. Ben Elton is fascinated by how this thing works. Yeah, but also like opposed to its existence. Well, he's opposed to really anything that's different or changing <laughs> at all. Which, again, for an openly liberal show right. is really weird. He's like, fuck those conservatives, but I don't want anything to change. Yeah, which, all right, unholster those ads. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Bill Maher-ish that way. And then it slams you into a sketch where two supposedly teenage girls are just talking about how whatever. But the joke is they're just talking. Yeah, the joke is, these teenage girls sure are dumb. Oh, those teenage girls are petty. But it's in the mean-spirited way of, like, that generation is dumb, and it's because things are different from the way you grew up. Yes, like, the, the a better satire would be, they're petty, but they're actually smarter and nicer than the adults around them. It, and a better sketch might be, it, it gets more and more absurd. And instead, the show just... It just kind of presents this picture to you and says, are you laughing yet? This is just mean-spirited and crass for no reason. 
yeah, this, this is a lot of mean-spirited bullshit, and I've, I've got nothing against mean-spirited TV shows. I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is a very mean-spirited show, but there's nothing, you're, you're not really, there's nothing funny here to sort of grab you onto that. Right, you, you've got to be funny. You're, like, you're a comedy show. So instead, we've got a fucking, what, a, a sketch where a, a big, tall, fat chef angrily yells at someone. You know, like Gordon Ramsay? Wait, get it? Gordon Ramsay's not fat. Well, no. And see, that was a moment where I was like, I don't even know who this is a parody of. Yeah, it's it's almost like a weird cross between Gordon Ramsay and like Mario Batali or something. I don't know. But, like Mario Batali's not an angry guy. But yeah, that's that's our idea for a hilarious sketch is, hey, look at this chef, he's fat. And the flip side of this, the sort of Monty Python and weirder SNL sketches is is if you're not going to be doing straight satire, then what you need to do is is gradually up the absurdity levels. And the show never does that. It doesn't do anything. Like it doesn't. It's not like it doesn't attempt to be anti-comedy in its unfunniness. It doesn't attempt anything other than to like basically be shitty cat skills comedians. Yes, like this this show's humor would have felt out of date in the 60s. Oh yeah, for sure. And if it was anti-comedy, I mean, if this was, like, Norm MacDonald telling you, like, jokes from the Catskills, it would be funnier than this. Absolutely. Now, I don't have a particularly generous assessment of humanity. (laughs) Certainly not after watching this. No, like, the best part of my birthday last week was that I was literally the only person on my Metro car. (laughs) But I don't think poorly enough of any human being to think they might like this television show. No, this is like, a, this is definitely a don't even wish this on your worst enemy situation here. So I can't f- figure out who are these 800,000 people or whatever who are watching this on night one. Yeah, well, on night one, you might not know what you're getting into. And apparently this show had a huge ad campaign leading up to it. It was going to revolutionize Australian comedy. And, and boy, way to set your bar real high going I mean, into do, a shit show. Don't they have to actually show like a clip at some point in a trailer well, or, an, or an ad? <laughs> You would think. Because there's what nothing. In that pitch meeting, if Ben Elton was kind of like, we got these hilarious sketches, and that, that producer was like, can we see one? And he said, no. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> no. These can only be done on live TV. What? You, what? I just told you they were hilarious. Are you telling me I'm a liar? <laughs> Listen, we're gonna get it. we're gonna get a comedian, and she's gonna yell at some students as though she's speaking to them. But the students aren't gonna be there, and also she's kind of racist. Yeah, it's comedy gold, Jerry. I think this might have been a case of like just Ben out and assuring them that it was going to be good, and everyone being too polite to actually ask him what it was. <laughs> it's like it's like this English guy showed up one day and just kind of hoodwinked all these Australian rubes. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> He's like the guy in the monorail episode of The Simpsons. Yes. <laughs> He's just going from English-speaking country to English-speaking country. <laughs> well, I won't be able to go back to Britain for a while. <laughs> Not after that one. Well, this sketch show will put you right on the map. Oh, um, fuck me. This so sucks. We're going to have to go into why a person would want to watch this show at this point and that is not easy no um erm is what i have written down again if you want to watch audiences completely bewildered and or bored to tears it's it, it's the genuine laughs i got out of the show when people would do a bit or like one of their stupid they do these like parody songs sometimes 
and the audience is just stone silent and people are just dying on stage. If you like watching YouTube videos of comedians bombing, then this is kind of your fix. If you get joy from seeing others fail, this is a show for you. But you know what? Go to YouTube and just watch some like proposal fails. I mean, that's going to be more entertaining. Yeah, and those people have it coming, right? <laughs> I mean, I, even in, in, in that second episode, the musical guest is a real musical guest. It's not one of these fake shitty parody songs. It's uh, Tim Minchin, who's a very popular Australian musician. He also is a musical writer. He wrote Matilda and the current Groundhog Day musicals. And I really like him. I think he's really funny, and um, I like his concert performances. I can't even recommend this show if you like Tim Minchin, because then just go watch his concert performances, because he's not even good on this. Well, I, I don't think you're allowed to be good on this. It's like it's like a weird vampire that sucks away all of your talent as soon as you get near it. So you're proposing that there's some kind of field around the studio that's preventing the entry of talent. Yeah, maybe. So maybe you should watch this show if you don't like watching talent. Like they go, like they practice it outside of the studio and it's really funny and they go in and it's all just, it's gone and they don't know why. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't imagine that it was funny outside the studio, but I, I guess I'm willing to entertain the concept of it. I'm not. This shit was dead on arrival. I have written down here, like why watch? There is no valid reason to watch this program, but I guess like. There's a stand-up comic, Fiona O'Loughlin, who has, like, a sort of funny stand-up bit about being a bad nurse, which I think I may have laughed at. Yeah, hers hers was the best. Um, so in between the sketches, uh, near the end of each show, each episode, you get a stand-up comedian doing a, a, a short set instead of Ben Elton. And two of them are awful and deserve to be taken out back and just executed. Hers is fine. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Well, that fucking first guy, that American, he's just, uh, um, so like, um, well, uh, it's like, get to the fucking joke already. You're on stage. He's, I've seen him before and he's better than that, but like in other settings, but not much. But that's what I'm saying. He, he entered the field. He the entered the field. field. The dimension entered it and just sucked away all the talent that they had. Uh, and then the third episode has some motherfucker that was, what was his fucking name? Luke Heggie. It's pretty fucking bad. And it's really cruel because you think you're going to be very happy about Ben Elton not doing a sixth stand-up routine <laughs> in the show. <laughs> but then you kind of just wish that whoever was there was Ben Elton, which is a terrible feeling. Right, because then following them, Ben Elton comes on and does a fucking routine about how Americans say restroom instead of toilet. What are they resting in there? I don't rest in there. I mean, maybe he rests a little. I mean, I mean yeah. No, because he's grabbing onto the toilet. <laughs> His diet's terrible. Dude, you've got some problems. I don't, Ben. <laughs> go to a doctor, man. So is there... There's no other reason to watch this, is there? I, I If you're such a mean-spirited, hateful person that you just want to feel like there's somebody else in the world that's as mean-spirited and hateful as you, then I guess that's it. And you want to feel better than that person because that person sucks. Right, right. If you want to, if you want to hate someone that hates everyone. Like, I, I hate people too, but at least I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> <sighs> so then we go into the real heart of this episode. 
Why not watch Live from Planet Earth with Ben Elton? Yeah, let me fucking put my feet up because we're going to be here for a while. Yeah, get out a pipe. Oh, boy. Number one, what's your least favorite sketch that they do? That's pretty easy. And let me guess. It's a sketch called Girl, Girl Flat. Flat. Oh, what a shit show Girl Flat is. Now, the idea behind Girl Flat is that you get three or four Australian actresses who look nothing like the singers that they are portraying. Not even close. And it's just like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if these three or four musicians live together? These three or four female musicians live together? It's like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, and... like Lily Allen, Lily Allen is in is at least one, one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, Amy Winehouse is Oh, Amy in Winehouse is in all of them. Madonna yeah. shows up in that third one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are no jokes to be found. And, and getting back to our, our fucking... Every every joke that the Amy Winehouse does, and I use that term so goddamn loosely here, every joke that she does is just her leading up to singing, they tried to make me go to blank ab, and I said no, no, no. And at one point, it's it's they tried to make me go to a terrorist training camp, and she says they tried to make me go to jihad, I said no, and it's just like, fuck you, show. Yeah, like, the thing it didn't need on top of everything else was Islamophobia. Yes, it's like, the show is like, how how can we possibly just get a little worse? We just turn that dial up a little further. Like, my number one thing is that this is just a bunch of Australians screaming at me, <laughs> which is not something I need to happen to me again. <laughs> um, everyone... Unless it's like Hugh Jackman and then come on over. Everyone is just yelling all the time. It's compensating for the fact that there's no actual funny dialogue. So they have to try to be outrageous because the, the situations aren't outrageous. The jokes aren't funny. So they have to do something outlandish. They're just screeching at me. <laughs> and it's awful because the, it's, it's then they're yelling things that aren't funny at you. So, uh, yeah, the, as bad as the Ben Elton stand-up comedy is, the sketches it are is awful. Sketches are so much worse. They are. Imagine sketch comedy as a mountain, Colin. I'm picturing it in my head right now. The worst thing you've ever seen is the foot of that mountain. <laughs> the best sketch comedy is the zenith of that mountain. Got it. The sketches in this show are the fucking Marianas Trench. <laughs> yes. There's a horrible moment in episode two when you realize that, yes, they are really bringing back every single one of those characters they had in episode one. Oh and my it God. is soul crushing. They bring those teenage girls back. And I said, did they think that this worked? And then they bring back that fucking chef lady. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I see what's happening here. You're just shaking your head going, no, no, no. And this you know why? Be because I'm thinking, I know what I'm the fucking fucking girl flat is coming back, isn't it? And then later yep. Ben Elton says, and don't worry, we've got more girl flat coming. And I'm saying, don't you fucking threaten me. Like, he's talking about it like it's a highlight. Yes, it's like this is what the show's been building up towards, our live sitcom, Girl Flat. It's featuring, right. like, featuring a Beyonce whose accent veers between Australian, American, and Jamaican. Maybe yeah. because she's black. It's really racist, too. It's really not good. This really stretches the idea of... It tests the idea of the Emperor's New Clothes, I think. <laughs> it's like... If you tell people something is a show and that there are highlights to that show, 
Can we make them believe it? Apparently, you can make like 800,000 Australians believe it the first time around, and then 400,000 the second time around, and then 200,000 the third time around. So maybe this should be in a why watch situation, because it's like, you get to feel nice that, yes, you really can tell if something is bad. You kind of, especially with the the weird shit that we watch, you sometimes kind of like think, is this actually bad or am I just projecting? Is this actually maybe good? Am I just, but no, this is, this is fucking garbage from minute one. I read nothing about this show and I knew immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I've been talking a lot about the accents, but I really want to highlight how atrocious their American accents are and their English accents. It's one of those situations where it takes you a second as an American to pick up on the fact that they're doing an American accent and you go, oh, is that what that is? Yeah, um, and it's we're we're going into the 1920s uh, New York accents again, aren't we? It's it's bizarre to hear Madonna again just careening around between Australian and and New York flapper girl. <laughs> yeah, she's like she sounds like that kid and Jennifer slept here. Yes, and that's not what Madonna sounds like. <laughs> I mean, you can see why, right? Like that New York accent is an e- it's an easy kind of it's weird way one to hook easier. onto. Yeah. Like, I could probably, I'm not saying it would be a good or accurate Cockney accent, but Cockney is a nice, easy, glom onto type of accent. Do it right now. No, fuck that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Dude, if I did Cockney, it would end up sounding Australian, and they, nobody wants that. I'm just trying to get you to piss off an entire island. What? <laughs> it would end up pissing off, too. <laughs> <laughs> island slash continent. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the fucking flat girls are the worst, but that's because they're the ones doing the most American accents. Every time someone else tries, it's equally bad. Like, do you want, do you want to talk about what some of these other sketches are? Um, Did we miss yeah. It, while we're in the context of bad, shitty things about the show, I do. <sighs> so, like, there's, there, there's a very unfunny woman who interviews people, and it's like joke interviews, and she yeah. she's interviewing like like I said before loosely defined celebrities. Yeah, these are like the the wife of a billionaire and like the the rugby playing husband of someone else famous. Yeah, and um, she just asks them like joke questions that aren't funny, and and they don't elicit any kind of response that that would be shocking or provocative either. Well, because this show's idea of funny is just to like swear or talk about a body part yes and i've got nothing against gross out body part type humor fine whatever but it's you're it's even, all about it i just give me more fart jokes but these aren't even funny ones yeah it's just the the con- the idea of like the signifier of something funny is is actually the joke now like just saying the word is apparently funny now yes like it, it's it's ah! <laughs> just screeching at it with an Australian accent makes it hilarious. Yep. <laughs> Another like, one of my least favorite sketches, Nigella Sauce. What even was that? It was supposed to be, I guess, like a um, like these cooking show type ladies that like wear low cut tops. Was have... it Nigella Lawson? Yeah, I think Nigella Lawson is the main person, but there's others like Rachel Ray types, you know. But everything that she says is like stupid innuendo, where it's like, my husband loves breasts, and you're kind of like, yeah, I fucking get it. We're talking about chicken, but we're also talking about human boobs. 
Wait, I don't get it. Well, good. I'm glad you don't get it because after that fucking sketch, fucking Ben Elton comes out to explain it. He's like, oh, n- nothing like a bit of double entendres. And I'm like, yes, I just fucking watched it. You don't need to explain to me what the joke was. Didn't they do that sketch two times in three episodes? <laughs> so that was that actually was one of the funnier things. The first time they did the fat chef and then the big boob chef. And then the yeah. second time around, they're like, let's just do the big boob chef. Did Fat Chef never come back? I don't think so. Poor I think he was, a, he was a one and done sort of guy. Poor Fat Chef. Nobody wants to see that. Free Fat Chef, everybody. <laughs> That's actually the name of the character, isn't it? Isn't it just Fat Chef? Yes. No, they don't yeah. even give him a name. She's Nigella Sauce, but yeah, he's just eh. Fat Chef. The stand-up comedy, as I said, is largely depressingly awful. Yes. It's, it's again, it's Ben Elton's shitty hacky jokes and then the the guest comedians are no better and the main thing that really blew my mind about this show was the degree to which it hates women so so much <laughs> it, women and children i'm not exaggerating when i say that every one of these sketches is an attack on women <laughs> one after another teenage girls check. female bodybuilders bu- check Female singers. Check. Women who get tattoos and piercings. Check. Like, at times we're just commenting on actual women's parts, <laughs> shaming them over their dresses, their voices. It just never fucking stops. No, it doesn't. It's just one after another. Like, Girl Flat might be the only time a show has made me feel physical pain. It was It was almost... It was the closest I came to just turning this off. And if I had known that there were, if if there had been more than three episodes, I wouldn't have watched them. Can you imagine if we had had to sit there knowing there were like nine episodes of this thing? Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine if it was just a whole like show of Girl Flat? Just a nice 25 minute chunk of that? No one would do that. No, but somebody, somebody did Ben Elton's live from planet Earth. Like, what's Ben Elton doing now? He's writing fucking Upstart Crow, man. People kept giving him jobs? Uh, eventually. <laughs> there might have been a little break there while he, he did some stand-up and fled Australia. Apparently no one is allowed to fail like a British white comedian. <laughs> well, those British, British white male comedian. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Who spends much of his stand-up time, again, attacking women. Women like mothers-in-law. What a fucking lazy target. And then he spends the rest of the time talking about how liberal he is. Yes. Oh, it, he's so liberal. Let's make fun of all these conservative Australian politicians. Yeah. You and know what? Making fun, of, making fun of conservative Australian politicians for having lower class accents. Yeah. and you know, well, What the fuck, dude? When are people going to learn to stop exploiting the environment? Also, I hate women. <laughs> it's uh, There's not a whole lot of uh, intersectionality with Ben Elton. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he says, no, now don't think I'm just bagging on women. And you're like, now why would we think that? Yeah, if you, if, if you got to say that, man, then you're the problem. Just give me some more reasons why this is awful and terrible. Uh, I've already kind of mentioned this a couple times, but it, it, it if you're doing sketch comedy, it's either got to be a good solid satire or a good solid parody or it's got to get absurd. And there's one sketch that I think really exemplifies this, and it's near the end of that third episode. There's a guy and a woman, and they're waiting to pick up their kids, and they're trying to make plans to, like, get dinner or something like that. 
but he can't because on Thursday the one kid's got karate club and then the next time that they try to pick out oh the one kid's got dressage and then there's swim lessons and then there's water polo and then there's conversational Chinese and then there's etc like all these clubs and activities and stuff I'm fucking falling asleep right now yeah well that's fucking it that's the whole sketch that's the joke like it's got it's it the either kids are over scheduled. Yes, that's where it ends. Like you have to get absurd with that. Like the, it has to be like the kid is going to the moon or the kid is like riding unicorns. You have to do something fucking crazy. Otherwise, it just sounds like a fucking person whining. Kids do a lot of things these days. All right. Cool. Thanks, Ben Elton. What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, great. Wow, they sure are busy. And sketch <laughs> sketch ends. All right, so that with that observation, we could go forth into the world. Yes, and and, and uh, I hate this show. Callan, do you like this show? Yeah, I love it. I recommend it to all my friends. No, Did, would you recommend it to your Australian friend? <laughs> I I would because kind of fuck that guy, and I kind of would want to inflict this on him. Dang! Now you gotta tell us the story. No, he's just he's just a guy. Oh, he's just a guy that you fucking hate. <laughs> Not as much as Ben Elton hates women. <laughs> no one has ever hated anything as much as Ben Elton hates women. <laughs> We're gonna are we gonna get sued for that? Is that possible? Can we get sued can we get sued for saying Ben Elton hates women? Uh no, because I think we've got a pretty good case. Let's bring our <laughs> laptops into the courtroom. <laughs> Exhibit A. A hundred and fifty minutes of this program. <laughs> What, why else would you watch this? Would you not watch the show, rather? Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> you didn't you didn't enjoy the song parodies? Oh, yeah, it does this thing. It does, like, the thing that, like, Flight of the Concords at its worst does, where it's, like, you're just describing things that are happening in the song, in mm-hmm. the song's lyrics. And I got, like... Oh, and now we're getting very slow. And now, you know, like just describing things as if that's a joke. To it's have funny, Dave. To have like a song that describes itself, which is maybe a little funny the first time you hear someone do that, but not now. I, I, the second one they do is is called I. I'm so sorry, Australia, but I guess this is a thing there. It's called like throat lolly. Instead of like a cough drop, which I don't like that. Boy, that's an uncomfortable thing to say. But it, it's super awkward because it's these three women, and there are long gaps between the lyrics and like the next verse, where they're all just kind of standing there, and nobody is laughing, and nobody is clapping, and you're just like, oh god, they're dying. Is living after you've seen this show? Is it a form of post-traumatic stress disorder? It feels like it is. Now, I've never been in combat or had anything traumatic really happen to me until now. So I'm not sure exactly what the symptoms are, but I can't sleep. You are in combat every day. (laughs) Down in the trenches of the book factory. Aren't we? Aren't we all, though? (laughs) We're all just fighting life's battles. Well, all like 800,000 of us that ever watched an episode of Ben Elton's Live from Planet Earth are. Well, now it's 800,002. Oh, fuck. Why weren't we smart enough to stop after the first one? Because we told ourselves we were doing a thing. I know, but I just... I've always got to make everything a project. I'm disappointed in myself for not being stronger. This is my major flaw 
<laughs> Among so many. I just, I'm such a hard worker. Is that I've got to make everything a project. <laughs> it's like, I can't just listen to an album. I have to say, I'm going to listen to the 30 most acclaimed albums in this genre. But see, then you actually, you learn about a genre. That's kind of useful. And then I'm going to make an Excel spreadsheet, and I'm not making that up. <laughs> hey, I made an Excel spreadsheet of every movie I watched last year. You did do that. I did. It was nice. Yes. Much less of a waste of my time than this garbage was. That's how we end up in situations like this. Yeah, no, that's true. I was already watching bad TV, and then it was like, well, I could make a project out of it, and it led me to this piece of shit. Where we decide that there's some kind of virtue in not just watching one episode of this show, <laughs> but in watching all three of them. And we knew there was something wrong with this in our subconscious, because... We both put it off until the final day. Yes, I literally, yesterday, I was like, well, I guess I got to do this. The last possible day that we could watch <laughs> this show, we both did that separately. Oh, yeah. We without, knew this without wasn't going to go well. This out, we, yeah. You know, and we've had this show picked out for like two and a half weeks. So when I say I was traveling and whatnot, I had time to watch this. I had like 16 days I could yeah. have watched this show. <laughs> and I didn't. I made a conscious choice every one of those days not to watch this show. And then I watched three of them. Three. In one day. In a row. I didn't even take breaks. I just said, yep, play the next one. Well, at that point, you kind of just have to keep going. It's, it's, it's like you, you got to get it over with. It's not getting any easier. No, because like if you take a break, you're just going to have to come back and watch more. And now and then the dread builds. Yeah, like just get it over with. Uh, so speaking of over with, this show got canceled after three episodes. And I want to thank the person who did that. Yeah, whatever nameless Channel 9 executive decided to pull this plug. Bless you, sir. Uh, it's like no one has ever suffered so much that they've deserved to have the plug pulled on them more <laughs> than this. And honestly, I, I, I don't even know where to start with this show in terms of how you would make it work. It just doesn't. I've never seen something fail this spectacularly. Never seen every every flip of the penny come up tails. New cast, new writers, new um uh, I don't Host. I don't know like new like planet? Yeah, I guess I it's just it, it would need to be Saturday Night Live. Like new um system of numbers and mathematics? <laughs> <laughs> new new physics yeah like, like just the fundamental laws of the universe would have to change like throwing that like lovecraftian shit <laughs> like like angles aren't angles anymore now that now you're like you're you're getting to a place where this can work this is just house of leaves the tv show now and i'm down so that's what i'm saying is this show could work if angles didn't exist right like if we were maybe in a different dimension Right, if, like, the lines that you see suddenly became liquid, live from planet Earth, starring Ben Elton, could work. Yeah, it w still wouldn't work. This fucker's stink would be all over it. Yeah, he'd just be doing shitty stand-up comedy, like, walking around in wet lines. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for all of my complaints about, like, the, you know, whatever, this needs to be more absurd or whatever, it's like, even if it was, it still wouldn't be good. That's that's a band-aid on a you know uh, an arm that's been cut off. 
There's so much going wrong here that I don't even know where you could start. I, we sound very dejected and angry, and I think that's accurate. Like, I'm so angry this week. I watched three of these yesterday. I'm like, I'm doubting my life choices. <laughs> like everything I've done in my life led me to a Sunday when I watched three episodes of Live from Planet Earth with Ben I Elton. can never have those two hours back. Not that I was only watching this for the last hour, but still. But like, what, how, how could it be possible that anything I've ever done was correct if it led to that outcome? Like, what, what possible paths in my life led me to watch Ben Elton's? All of them were wrong. Yes. Every, it's, it, imagine you're the Quitsots Hotterock and you can see just every, <laughs> every path of the future before you and you fucking chose this one. Like, it's not just you chose it once. You chose it with every choice you made. Yes. Your life was leading to this moment. Then you're, you're hearing a guy complain about Tony Abbott. And can I truly break you? Uh, On IMDb, this has a 6.8. Get out of town. I couldn't fucking believe it. I am livid. Who fucking clicked on a higher star than one? Is it Ben Elton? Probably. You guys just making new accounts every day. (laughs) (laughs) There's like five accounts and all of them are him. And he can't even give it more than a seven. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't look up how many votes there were. (laughs) Yeah, Ben Elton's clicking seven. He's like, look, I don't want I don't want to raise any red flags here. (laughs) There's no way anyone's gonna believe this otherwise. (laughs) Shit, a nine? Yeah, right. They're gonna say there were hackers. Oh, as far we we do unanswered questions on this show sometimes, and yeah. all I've got is like, is there a person who wants to see five separate Ben Elton stand up routines in fifty minutes? I, my only no, there's not. Could evolution be so capricious? <laughs> well, it brought us here, didn't it? <laughs> so I guess yes, I guess it could. And okay, for the question of why no second season, I just have written ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, so here's here's the reason it fucking sucks. Every why other no show, seconds? every other show could have had an audience like Caveman. I could see who would appeal to, and and maybe somebody picks it up for that second season. Because no, this fucking bullshit. Why no second season? I mean, like, why do people have feet? You know, <laughs> it's like these are just things. Why do birds fly in the air? It's what they do. These are absurd questions. This, the nature of the universe bent us towards watching this, but it also bent it to being canceled after three episodes. Like, what, you know, it's like, why is there no second season? Because there's some tiny bit of good in this world. <laughs> it's a small spark in these dark days. Like, the spark you see in a loved one's eyes, that's the same thing that ended this show. <laughs> you know what that is? That's love. It's love. Love ended this show. Because Ben Elton is a hateful, spiteful fuck. Oh man, this is really this is really moving me. It's true. Yeah. Would it move you to recommend Ben Elton's live from Planet Earth? I would rather do anything else. <laughs> like to get to a place where I could even jokingly suggest this show to somebody is very hard to envision. It's it's 
the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Honest to God, it's I, the worst this, TV show I've ever seen. This thing is making me very philosophical. Yeah. Uh, it's like, do I have that much hate in me <laughs> to suggest to another human being to spend their time this way? This is the fucking thing that sets the robot off in I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. It's, it's oh, absolutely. hate, 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 because it saw a fucking episode of this TV show. This is why it ended Mankind. It just tortures the few remaining. Do you think that that test in Blade Runner was like, um, could you recommend, could you tell this person to watch Live from Planet Earth with Ben <laughs> Elton? And like the cyborgs like, yeah, watch that show. Or, or just Harrison Ford's just got the little eye thing, you know, lined up. And he's kind of like, you're uh, sitting on your couch watching Ben Elton's live from planet Earth. And you reach for the remote and you turn the volume up. Why do you do that? And their eyes just start twitching and it's like, ah, yeah. human. The, the cyborg's like, because I want to hear it better. Oh, ah, oh no, shit. No, no, robot. No, you robot. Don't. Motherfucker. You're getting fucking retired. Uh, it feels like the way to end this would be with a, with Harrison Ford imitations. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what? All the paths of the universe brought us to this point. <laughs> but I'm going to disappoint our listeners again and not do that. Oh. Well, that's sad. Yeah. So, if somebody would want yes. to learn more about our show. We're doing like a mega Shatner here? What are we doing? My Mother, the podcast. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Um, how would they do so? Oh, the best way is probably by Twitter. We are at My Mother Podcast. You could come drop us a line, say hello. We tweet about all sorts of TV and TV-related things. It's a goddamn resource. Yes, it is. But if you want to talk to us a little more privately, then oh, you God. can email us. I know. See, that's a Ben Elton quality joke. No, you know, it's better. I'm deleting this email account because I don't even want to think about this anymore. <laughs> the email account in question that Dave will not be deleting is mymotherthepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you know what? Instead of deleting our email account, you could delete our now active Facebook page. Oh, it's so active. Also, my mother the podcast on Facebook, which um, I don't recommend that you go to, but, uh, you know, choose your poison. Yeah, so yeah, there's a there's a Facebook page. Now, if people want to help <laughs> us out, what should they do? Rethink their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did just listen to us talk about Ben Elton's live from Planet Earth for an hour. So what the fuck were you doing? You got some things to work out. <laughs> like are, are I, you, I appreciate are you. Okay you over there? I, I appreciate you listening to our show, but. My do, God! Do you talk to someone. My God! Should is should we give out the suicide prevention hotline number now? Like this show would be a very bad means of preventing suicide. I think <laughs> yeah, it would kind of be the opposite. Yeah, it like this would not be a convincing case. This would be like what they would use in like uh, Oklahoma to execute people. Oh boy. So, uh, you should go to iTunes. Yeah. iTunes. iTunes. And uh, give us five stars. I like how you said iTunes. Kind of like that one character's name is Elaine, not Elaine. <laughs> I want to laugh, Riot. Kill me. Oh, is that even a joke in this? 
Yeah, like several times. I yeah. I, yeah, I you just tune some of these things out. It's just like static in your brain. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember that entire day. <laughs> just gonna black out. Yeah, yeah. Give us five stars on that iTunes thing. Oh yeah. And um, leave us a review, and um, tell us about a day you can't remember. <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. What do you think happened on that day that you can't remember? Did you just get blackout drunk and watch Ben Elton's Life from Planet Earth? Give us a worst case scenario, which Colin just described. <laughs> All right, everybody. That wraps it up for Love Planet Earth with Ben Elton. My mother, the podcast is, is signing out. Take it easy, everybody.